0: So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg helpcom to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Visit rg helpcom It's only a kick. Welcome in. It is our Monday Night Football Preview here on the Ringer Gambling Show. We are coming off a football Sunday. Uh, Depends on what your spirits may be, depending on your wallet, what team you root for. Raheem Palmer is with us. John Zestremski is in the house. Raheem, I made the D-Gen Sunday Night Bet. I was just telling you about it a few minutes ago. I'm watching the games. I finish up New York, New York. I'm like, even though I don't have a great feel for Sunday Night Football, I'm on the couch. There's no way I'm sitting this bad boy out myself. I take the Packers. For three and a half quarters, I thought I made a terrible, terrible bet. And then all of a sudden, I find a way to cash 10 and a half. Dude, you know what you learn with some of these games? Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Because I was on the wrong side of that game, and I got away with it, dude. How freaking Yeah, I mean, look, you said it's better to be lucky than than good. I just wish I had some field goal luck because I had the Panthers money line that totally broke my heart. Oh, that was... That's got to be, I mean, not from a spread perspective, from a money line perspective, that's got to be the most cruel result of week eight. It has to be, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, of the season. Like, I I just don't know how many times you're
1: going to, you know, take the lead on a Hail Mary and then miss the extra point and then get it to overtime. You don't get the ball first. So all you need is a field goal. Mariota throws an interception you run it all the way down into field goal range to where all you got to do is run three times and, and make the field goal, and you still miss. It just, it was, it was so heartbreaking.
0: I feel for you on that. Uh, we're in our group text thread or whatever the hell you want to call it, the text thread. I guess that's what the, that's what the kids call it these days. And, and we could just feel for our guy, Raheem. Now, Raheem, we talked about this last week. Your power father boys. had it
1: too. Pa father had it too. Oh, he was Pop- on it.
0: See, I didn't, I couldn't even keep track on who was on it. So you guys all... I feel bad that I wasn't in this play together because I feel like I should be drowning in the sorrows with you guys. I just looked at Panthers and Falcons and said, immediate stay away. But give you credit, you are lean on the Panthers to cover that game. And we talked about that earlier in the week. Job well done, dude. I loved your Cowboys yesterday. Your Cowboys, I had every which way imaginable. It was my biggest bet of the day. And even when the Bears got it down to like five points for him, it was really never a moment for me where I was worried about your Cowboys covering a number. They just I knew the offense with another week of Dak Prescott back was going to be on its game and Chicago coming off a short week like that spread. I couldn't believe how many people like Chicago. I was like, sign me up. The Cowboys going to kick the crap out of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, there's
1: a clear hierarchy in the NFC. And I think the Cowboys are in it. I mean, you, you're seeing the Eagles. You're seeing the, the 49ers. You're seeing the Cowboys. I think those are the, the teams in the NFC. I mean, like, I, this is not a strong conference, but I think those teams can make some noise. And I think you saw the, the Cowboys put it on the Bears yesterday just because they were totally overmatched.
0: Yeah, and I think hierarchy, NFC. Philadelphia, obviously, number one. They're undefeated. They smoked the Steelers yesterday. You got to give them that. I think you could argue, Raheem, 2-3. You're splitting hairs at this point. It's the Cowboys or the 49ers, right? I mean, I know Minnesota. I know Minnesota's 6-1. I'm not trying to disparage them. They made me money yesterday. Thank you for that. But I would put Minnesota behind those two teams if we're being objective and thinking about where the NFC shakes out right now. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I would would totally put them
1: behind them. I I think that the Minnesota Vikings are probably one of the most fraudulent 6-1 teams you'll, you'll ever see. I mean, obviously, you do have the Giants, who you know went out there and you know they were like five and one, and then they they got dominated by. They got
0: genoed. They got genoed, baby. They got genoed. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I love what Gino is doing right now. Dude, he's it's playing just-
0: his ass off, man. And I saw every stamp he played in New York. He was a disgruntled player here. He was a guy who was immature. He didn't get it with the Jets. Terrible situation, backing up for Eli with the Giants. They threw him to the Wolves, which was so unfair. I mean, should have never been in that position to begin with. But now, kind of hung around. He's getting the most of his opportunity. And, dude, he might take a team to the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have a legitimate shot of winning that division, which is is, kind of shocking at this point. Now, I do think the Niners are the cream of the crop in that division. But for, I mean... The, the Seahawks to be in this position to where they trade Russell Wilson and you bring in Geno Smith and Drew, Drew Lott and they're in this position.
0: You got to You got to get props to them. Yeah. I mean, we were having conversations at the beginning of the year talking about Seattle as potentially being one of the worst teams in the league. Now you fast forward. We're talking about Seattle being a team that maybe has a chance to make the postseason. Now you're going to like this transition. This is why they pay me the small bucks around here, Raheem, because (laughs) we talked about the NFC and the hierarchy and the structure. The AFC, and this is going to lead me into Monday night. We know that Buffalo and Kansas City are one and two. Like if you're thinking about the top teams within the AFC, are you ready to put Cincinnati as the third best team in the AFC? Or is it my Dolphins? Is it the Ravens? Like Where does Raheem Palmer, before we get to this Monday night game, look at the AFC, we know we got the two big boys. If you had to give me the third best team in the AFC, right here, right now, who would it be? This is a really tough one. I think you gotta
1: say it's the Ravens. The Ravens. Uh, Even with the way they've yucked up fourth quarters. Yeah, I I mean, the Ravens team, they have have beat the Cincinnati Bengals already. So, it's like you can't put the Bengals over now. And the, the Ravens could legitimately be undefeated. Um, outside of this game against the, the Buccaneers, they've struggled to score in second halves. And I, I think they've made a slight adjustment. So I still think the Ravens are in that position. And I love your Dolphins, but I just don't trust the defense.
0: Well, and that's my concern with the Dolphins. And I told you, hey, I did tell you that was going to be a nutty game. I texted our buddy Andrew Catalan, who did the Lion-Dolphin game, Syracuse Finest. I told him, Raheem, Buckle up, baby. That total's 52. And even when it fit, you'd be proud of me for this. You'd be proud of Mm -hmm. me for this. I took the Dolphins live. I'm watching the games. They fall behind 14-0. I didn't have a cent on the game. I bet the over, but I didn't have a cent on the game. I said, you give me plus 200 with Chua, Tyreek, and Jalen Waddle against that dog crap line defense? I'm in, bro. That was a nice hit yesterday, getting the Dolphins at plus 200. (laughs)
1: I didn't get them at plus 200, but I actually took them in the second half live, and I nice. was pretty much able to get some plus money. So, that I mean, that was beautiful for me. And, you know, one of the things that I love about the live markets is that if you if you miss it, like if you feel like, hey, you know what, I like this game, but I just didn't get the number that I want to get, you can lay off of it and, and you know, grab it in the um, in-game market. So that's, that's pretty much what I did. I missed the three. Um, there was, I took three and a half in the contest because I was just so confident, but I didn't want to lay, lay the three and a half game. so I took it in
0: game. And you got a better number, and you cash yeah. the ticket. But now let's yeah. cash the ticket Monday night. And you know where I stand on this game, Raheem, because we talked about it earlier in the week. I mm-hmm. grabbed three and a half when there was a three and a half on the market. I'm in on Cleveland in this game. I think it's a huge desperation spot for them. At two and five, their season in many ways is on the line here. I think Cincinnati is vulnerable from a run defense perspective, and we didn't have this chat before the Jamar Chase injury. Now it looks like Jamar Chase not going to play in this game. Obviously, he's Joe Burrow's number one guy. He's his number one target. He's one of the best wide receivers in the game. You know where I stand. I don't got to make my case. I'm in on the Browns plus three and a half. I guess... Am I gonna get your endorsement on this? Cause earlier in the week it was a hard no. Now, as yeah. the week has evolved, can I get my guy Raheem to go and back Cleveland with me? That's the question.
1: Yeah, I I think I think you're right on with Cleveland. I mean, obviously before I did like the Cincinnati Bengals, and we saw this line go from three to three and a half before the Chase, before the um the Chase news. So I mean when you lose Chase, I just think it's 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 a huge loss. I mean, since coming into the league, Burrow's averaging almost ten and a half yards per attempt and a nine point seven touchdown rate when Ch- Chase is on the field. Um, and his yards per attempt they they go down significantly when he when he's off. So I just think when I was looking at this matchup before, you had Denzel Ward who was banged up, and the last thing you want is Denzel Ward banged up when you got to go. Against against Chase, so to me, it's like now that Chase is out of the lineup, and you're just dealing with Tyler Boyd and and T Higgins. Those that injury doesn't matter as much. And one of the things that I, I just I see in this matchup is that the Bengals they can't stop the run without DJ DJ Reader. I think they're giving up th- five point three yards per attempt. So I'm expecting Nick Chubb to be able to run all over this team. And I think we're going to see more Nick Chubb than I Actually, it's probably good to have a Nick Chubb prop because they're talking about trading Kareem Hunt. They're going to honor his trade request. So, so if I they're going, going honor to honor his
0: trade request, you would figure with the deadline on Tuesday, you're not going to give him a whole lot of carries. I wouldn't be surprised. We're doing this podcast right now at 11.19 on Monday morning. I wouldn't be shocked for him if he's inactive in this game. And they basically yeah. go with Chubb and Dearness Johnson and say, look, we don't want to risk an injury. We want to get Hunt out of here. We want to get our fourth or our fifth round pick. And we kind of take it from there. That wouldn't shock it, me at all. Yeah. I mean, it
1: wouldn't shock me, but it's just like, I, I just think you, you can go with some Nick Chubb process. I, sh- I think he should run wild, but I, I just, I think they're going to be able to, they're going to be in this matchup. And I mean, I know there's some injuries on the, on the Browns. I just, that Jamar Chase injury is just so huge. I mean, and, Wyatt Teller Teller is down. Um, Ward is out. Greedy Williams is likely out. But I just I think this is this is a make or break spot for the Browns. So that's why I be that's why I be um looking at. Make every moment more this Monday night by downloading FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because every Monday, I love picking my favorite props and building a same-game parlay. Perfect for Monday night football. Build out your own same-game parlay for Monday's matchup. Can include core market, spread, money line, total, player props, passing, receiving, rushing yards, and touchdown scores. And so many more exclusive bets, like both teams to complete their first pass attempt. And with FanDuel's new live same-game parlays, you can continue building same-game parlays even after the game has already started. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel. New to FanDuel? Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code GAMBLERS. That's the promo code GAMBLERS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states for its online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonuses issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Call one 800 STEP or text NEXT STEP to 533-42 if you're in Arizona. If you're in Connecticut, call one 888 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Indiana, 1-800-9 within. Louisiana, 1-877-770. Stop. New York, 1-877-8. Hope, New York or text Hope, New York. Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Kansas and Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700 or visit
0: 1-800-GAMBLER. .net if you're in West Virginia. Well, and you know the fact that Cleveland has played well against Joe Burrow in the past. You like the sound mm-hmm. of that. Number two, everything you said about desperation. This is the yeah. – b- I know Deshaun Watson's coming back in a couple weeks. That's all well and good. But for the guys in that 53 locker room, the guys who have been suiting it up for Cleveland week in and week out, I know it's an 18, a 17-game schedule. You know, it's different now in the NFL teams that six losses and seven losses have overcome, you know, at least to, you know, find a way to respectability dolphins. Perfect example of that last year, they wanted seven. They found their way to nine and eight. But if you lose this game Rahim and you fall at two and six, the path for Cleveland, getting back into this thing and making a playoffs is almost zilch. Dude. It's almost yeah. impossible.
1: Yeah. I, like, I, I totally agree with that. And it, it's just, I don't know. You, you got to almost wonder if they're going to be looking at Kevin Smith to, to fancy if, if they can't start to put things
0: together soon. I mean, if you're the Browns, you got to be careful with that. I mean, I don't know how many coaches and GMs and, and how much turmoil you can go through in the front office. Raheem, that guy won him a playoff game for the first time in like 30 plus years. I, yeah. If I were any the organization, it's, it's me, take it for what it's worth. I'm giving him at least a little bit more of a mulligan. All right, total tonight, Raheem, it's at 45. Now, I don't love this. The Browns are my play. The Browns are my side in this game. I do think, though, that if you're Cleveland, you don't want to get in a track meet with the Cincinnati Bengals, even without Jamar Chase. 45, I think Cleveland, you kind of need the under in this game if you're going to win. Do you see it that way?
1: I do, but see, without Jamar Chase, I, I, I think that just hurts Cincinnati's offense so much. I mean, this is still... Uh, offensive line, which has struggled to block. So, I mean, if – I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, they're going to need to run the ball, but I don't know if Cincinnati's going to be putting up a ton of points in this matchup.
0: So you like the under? I, I think I would lean that uh, – I don't know. It, it's, I don't feel great about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, I, I lean I, under, but like I said, I'm not putting a cent on the over-under tonight. No thank you. <laughs> Hard pass for <laughs> me. I think my motto actually has it at around – 47. That's where
1: I have it. So, I mean, that would incline a play on the on the over, but I just,
0: I don't feel confident in it. Now, let's get to something that you are confident in. That would be your beloved Philadelphia Phillies who go back to the city of brotherly love. It's Halloween night. You know it is going to be an absolute zoo in that city all day, all night, waiting for game three of the World Series. Before we get to tonight, is Raheem Palmer content with the fact that his Phillies got a split? Because I would be. And the fight you saw in game one, despite getting shut down by Valdez and the Astros in game two, Raheem, I'd feel pretty good about getting a split going back home. See, I did feel good about getting a
1: split, but the way Wheeler looked and the way Nola looked was concerned.
0: Like, I- I'm extremely concerned. for. The yeah, because you need those guys to be great if you're going to win this series. And that's yeah, the I, I get that because now you're going to your B, C, D level pitchers, and Noah Syndergaard is nowhere close to the guy he was a couple of years ago. You know, Swa- Ranger Suarez like that's it, it's not Noah Wheeler. You need Noah Wheeler to be great, so I understand that concern, dude. I do,
1: and I mean when you look at how they won Game One, they used a lot of their key arms: Jose Alvarado, Sir, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Zach Eflin. And David Robinson. they use all of their key arms to get that win. And it feels like our bullpen is being held together by duct tape at this point. So it's just like you basically need our offense to explode and you kind of got to like, I mean, Thompson is I mean, he's pushing all the right buttons, but you kind of just you're duct taping this thing together and they've been able to do it against teams not as good as the Astros, but I'm really concerned. So I won't I won't have any money on this. I'm gonna be honest with you, just because I think I think the guys that the the Astros have in in their starting lineup, the the B guys, they're much better. They're significantly better than our our starting pitcher. So and if if Wheeler and Nola are gonna give up five runs, we have no shot. Because those are supposed to be our guys. So I'm really concerned. The one thing I will say is that the the Phillies at home I mean, we, we're just we're just
0: beating dude. The they've been a wagon. They've been a yeah. wagon. They got a lot of good mojo. They got a lot of good karma. And here's what I like about this matchup, Raheem Lance McCullers, who's got that nasty overhand curveball. If he hangs one of those suckers, the yeah. lefty is going to see it a lot better than the righty. What do I yeah. mean by that? Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber back in their home digs, taking a hanging curveball, sending it into the Philadelphia night. You are going to like this, Raheem. I am betting this game two ways tonight. So you're going to like this. I'm on the Phillies tonight. Everyone's betting the Astros. I'll take the Phillies at plus money at home, gladly. I think your bullpen getting the day off yesterday and getting back home makes a big difference here. I also like the over in this game, Raheem. I do. I think there are going to be runs. Your team rolling out Syndergaard and the cavalcade of relievers. The Philly lineup, I think, is going to get to McCullers. Totals eight. It's it's a higher total than what we had in the first two games. I think we're going to have one of those back and forth rock'em sock'em games tonight, dude. And the weather is going to be nice in Philadelphia. Like it's not going to be one of those cold miserable nights. I, I think the ball is going to be traveling, dude. Just remember, I said that Phillies the over. I like
1: I like I like the, I like the over. I think that's a good one, and I, the sharp money actually agrees with you on the Phillies. I mean, I saw this line as high as minus one forty last night. We're down to one twenty two in certain places. good thing I pounced, bro.
0: Good thing I pounced before I went to
1: bed last night. Nice, nice. Yeah, so it's like the the sharp money appears to be on the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm just a little scared. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, but I mean, hopefully the Phillies pull through. I mean, I would, I just, I would love to see another championship. You know, Raheem,
0: be. this scares me though because you have been kind of the pillar of confidence with your baseball team over the last couple of weeks and i have rode that confidence that confidence has done me well in making money i don't like i i thought i was going to get like the ringing endorsement from raheem on the phillies tonight so the fact that i'm not getting it hmm. yeah. it just t-
1: i mean pitching wins championships and right now we I mean, we don't have a ton of pitching and it's just i, I think at some point in the playoffs your weaknesses show itself and it's kind of shown itself in this series, but our bets have just been good enough. And Thompson's just pushed all the right buttons. But, I mean, we got like three guys.
0: Like, well, and I think, Raheem, that's why the series price has basically gone back to close to the original series price. Even yeah. with this series being at one apiece because of the liabilities you have coming up in the pitching over the next few days. I get that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, and that's scary. I mean,
0: but, I mean, our bets, they could do
1: it for us. I mean, but it's just, to me, the, the Astros have a significant advantage in terms of pitching.
0: Well, buddy, good luck tonight. Uh, it's a nice little double dip. You got Bengals-Browns, Battle of Ohio, Game 3 of the World Series. Uh, hopefully, all my trick-or-treaters in my apartment in Brooklyn come before like 7, 7.30 because 8 o'clock rolls around, two TVs are going, and J.J. is out of commission. So, bro, happy Halloween. Yeah, I mean, you, you dressing up at all or no? I wanted to
1: dress up, but I just I've been so busy. Um, you know, I've been out here in the desert. Um, I haven't been home in like three months, like almost two and a half months. So um, I'm thinking about moving out here. So I'm like I'm kind of in the middle of that. You know, obviously it's NBA season. Um, I like the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. I got I got to tell everybody. Oh, that. a little Monday play. Okay, I'll ride that with you. Yeah, I mean, if, if 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 John Morant plays, I think you got to go with the Memphis Grizzlies. They they should have won that game on Saturday against the Utah Jazz. Um, so, how I mean, about they, Utah? By the way, the fast start for the Jazz. Holy smokes! Yeah, I mean Utah. They look. I mean, absolutely amazing. I mean, they're five and two right now. A lot of surprises on the NBA front right now. I mean, it's just you're just seeing things that you just didn't expect to see. I mean, and do let in
0: down. Continue to fade the Brooklyn Nets. You know, let it down. Just keep fading those those sons, uh You know what? Oh my goodness.
1: I mean, how about the Clippers? They're two and four right now. They. I mean, it's it's just. A lot of the teams that we expected to be good aren't very good. And then we just see some surprises. So really exciting time for the NBA. I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. I just I, I think they should have won that game the other day. They had some de- defensive lapses. So I, I think John Morant comes back. And, I mean, they're not making – I thought they were going to take a step back this year. But they're hitting the three very well. So I'm ride right with them tonight.
0: Raheem, let's cash a whole lot of tickets. I like it. I get a Browns endorsement. I know your heart has the Phillies. And – Now I got to add Memphis to my card. So thank you for a loaded Monday night of entertainment and action. I love it, brother. No doubt. Raheem Palmer killing it as always. He's going to have a very stressful night. Jadjie Strefsky signing off. Great work by the glorious Stefan Anderson. The East Coast Bias boys are back on Tuesday. It's like 24 hours from now. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Enjoy the World Series. We out. Be good, everybody.